to Arlot and Block 5, the podcast for Gooners, by Gooners. And despite knowing that the same bad jokes are going to make you want to slap someone, like we did against Liverpool, and then a little while later we would open the golden envelope against Aston Villa and ended up winning the prize of best fourth place candidate, it certainly means that our season is going with a boom. I came here tonight to hear the crowd go. And let's meet our freshest of princes. It's Stuart Izzard. Good evening. And is, that why, is that why his auntie and uncle sent him the belly? <laughs> Got him one little fight. <laughs> yeah. And he's not our Chris Rock. He's just our rock. It's John Rubin. Hey, Bruno. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're recording this a week after. It's just like the week after... Um, we played Aston Villa, isn't it, now? Yeah. We've had a few international games. And uh, we've got, yeah, the Liverpool game and the Villa game. So a bit of fr- frustrating um, game against Liverpool, wasn't it? Um, weirdly, we sort of seemed on top in the first half on that one. And then, it, I mean, it's really quite difficult to remember <laughs> actually what happened. I'm trying to yeah. think. We 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 were we were good we were good and then we and didn't scored score. and it was all over. We didn't we should have if if what's his name scores, Overguard scores, we go one nil up. Instead, we go one nil down and then two nil down, didn't we? It was the one where was it um, sort of Allison threw the ball away or some Lacazette latched onto a sort of a bad back pass. Yeah, that's it. it. It just hit Allison rather than he saved it. Yeah. Um, but I suppose good keepers save things in that situation. It was a bit unfortunate for Ramsdale, who seemed to sort of let himself down, actually, for the first time, really, accounts, didn't he? By all accounts, though, he was injured. Yeah. I th- and and I, I think... Uh, when when what, what minute of the game... He, I think he said, Arteta said something after about the hour mark. He felt an injury. Mm. I mean, maybe he should, he should just put his hands up and go, look, I'm injured, I don't feel right. But maybe he's just thought, well, I'm, we're holding him at bay here. I, I might not be called into too much action. But doesn't yeah. always... I don't know. It, it, you know, I'm not going to put any blame on, on Ramsdale, really, for what he's done for us this season. So Not at all. But I guess it them. was one of those ones where... I mean, he's Diogo Jota seems to always score against us at the minute. Yeah. He's one of those players, isn't he? He's always got um, he's always got it in him to score against us. Maybe he's that he's just a bit different. He's a bit of a different prospect in a way, isn't he? Yeah, he it was a good, it was a it was a really good atmosphere up there. I've got yeah. to say, it was. You know, even even when we went one nil, two nil down, the atmosphere was still really good in the ground. There, there's definitely a mood swing with with the support up there, because it didn't it didn't really stop. You know, the 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 whole. I mean, you, you, Liverpool. Look, I think I can't remember what we all predicted, but mm. we all knew that that that's a game that 
in a way, was a bonus game, wasn't it? It's not one you expect to get anything from. Not at the moment, anyway. And, um, you know, there was good there was good moments in that. And it's just, you know, those, those little things. I, I said, you know, on one of our other pods, you know, what worries me about finishing the top four is, is getting the goals. Mm. And again, it was one of those games where if Odegaard scores... And again, I'm not blaming Odegaard at all, but they're the games where you've got to have someone, you know, you've got to get that goal. Yeah, because they didn't actually have that many chances at all, did they? No, 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 no. And they really took them, they really took them in. And once again, it was not just one goal. It was sort of, they, they came quite close together. We didn't have a, you know... We seem to get caught. I mean, we were lucky in a way in that game. I think that either side of half time, we they looked to near. Did they nearly score just before half time, or it was ruled, ruled yeah, out um, or something? And then there was there was a spell in the game. I, I think I saw an Optus stat or Sky made a point of it or, or something. Obviously, I didn't see that at the game, but you know, reading thing, different various media things the following day and. There was a stat of, for five minutes of that game, I think we'd had something like 88% possession to yeah. Liverpool's 12. And it's it's the lowest Liverpool have had under Jurgen Klopp. And, and you think, well, that's, you know, we certainly gave them a game. I know we was at home and we've been on a winning run. and But I think that was just one of those things, you know, that that's the young side, that's the... Maybe we needed, I hate to say it because he is scoring lots of goals, but, you, you know, someone there that was just going to, that little chance that you get, someone clinical enough just to put the ball in the back of the net, mm. put them one nil down. And I, th- I think different game, totally different game for Liverpool, chasing it. I think we'd have opened them up. We we could have, we maybe, we it, it could have been the reverse scoreline, but... They they did exactly what we didn't do, and and then they caught us on the sort of break. And the second goal for me, we just didn't clear it, did we? We were all a bit fuzzy headed, and 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 probably a bit shocked by the goal. And when Saka had a chance, again, I'm not going to slag Saka off, but he had a chance to sort of clear it. And I think it hits one of their players. He then yeah. goes on, puts the ball. You know, it was all a bit messy, wasn't it, for for a little while there, and. Yeah, just it was a shame. But listen, let's face it. I think we'll all agree as much improvement as as there's been in the team. Um, you know, Liverpool are a, a, a country mile still at the moment above us, and and you know that that's going to take serious sort of investment and whatever else needs. You know, um, to 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 get us. That bit closer again, mm. but certainly at home to Man City and at home to Liverpool this season, we've lost both games. But they've known they've been in a game where, going back over previous seasons, they've come and they just literally took three points, walked out, and and not broken into a sweat. So, it, I mean, I think you know, what I, was it? Last thirteen games, Liverpool have conceded like three goals. Yeah, I, and I, two I, of listen, those were against Atletico. I didn't um, I didn't I didn't get too too downbeat about it. I was more worried about the reaction then Saturday lunchtime yeah. against Villa because 
Villa, uh, you know, obviously Coutinho's come in since in January and, and hit the ground running. Um, you know, Ollie Watkins is a decent player. You look at uh, Mings, obviously RX keeper. At, yeah, you know, there, there was a lot of they've got a decent sort of squad getting built mm, at, mm. at Villa and certainly at their place, you know, it was, um, it potentially, if we'd have sulked and uh, we, we could have been quite easily beaten up there, but I thought we absolutely bossed Villa. I really did. I know, I know they had chances at the end, but everyone was saying how poor Villa were first half. I thought that was more because how good we were first half. You know, again, should have been more goals up. Should, you know, should that that one nil is never enough. You don't ever think with us, but we we dug in and and I, I thought, yeah, really, I was so impressed with the way we won the ball back off them, high up the pitch, middle of the pitch, wherever it was, we were, we were constantly at them, mm. and 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 should should have should have won that by more, but. At the end of the day, hung on in the end and and come away with three big points um, at their place off the back I mean, of losing to Liverpool. It, in, it was it was nice. Interestingly, and this is one for John, a big advocate of Gabby Martinelli, and you know against Liverpool, I thought he was absolutely sensational against Liverpool, and then we missed him on that Saturday, didn't we, John? Yes. I always think it's better that, you know, when he went off, um, who was he went off against? I'm trying to work it out. I think he must have gone off against the week before, maybe Leicester. We just lose the pace down the left. Yeah. You know, he just rips people up down the left. And, um, yeah, I enjoyed watching him play down there. And when he goes off, everything kind of slows down. So I think it was against Leicester because Smith Rowe came on for him mm. in the last 15 minutes and it all just kind of slowed. Um, so we didn't lose him. I mean, as I said, a bit of the Villa thing, I didn't realise we was on at 12 o'clock <clears throat> and I'd been out down B&Q or something like that. It was only when I come back and turned it on that we was on. But um, I didn't really worry. I mean, I was glad Leno pulled that save off at the end. Because I've always said I always think he's a great keeper, and it was great to number two. Yeah, it was great to number one somewhere. It was great to see the response from not just the team but from Ramsdale as well for that save at the end. That it really showed. I know that Leno hasn't had a lot of opportunities this season, but it it really did show. um, You know, who knows what what Ramsdale's situation is at the minute. I mean, it was a bread and butter save, you know. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't like it was, you know, one of the best (laughs) saves you're ever going to see. It was a normal, decent keeper save. Yeah. Um, I didn't really worry, you know. Even when Villa were coming at us, I kind of thought, just don't see him him scoring at all. You know, I'm I'm quite happy and content in the way our defence is playing. And then they took off, was it Odegaard they took off and brought on? Uh, no, <clears throat> the other centre-back. Oh, uh, Rob Holding. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember his name for a moment. So once that happens, I kind of think we're not going to concede, really. You know, we are looking better and better at the back. There are times when we do look a bit 
well, hold on. But, you know, we're, um, we're doing all right. You know, it's happy days. I just think, I still think with the games we've got to play, fourth might be a stretch. Mm. You know, I think we'll probably end up fifth or sixth because I'm not convinced we'll beat Spurs, Chelsea, United. You know, I'm just not convinced we will. And that's just the way that's going to work. Yeah. So, they've got some know. big games to come, haven't we? And yeah. I think even, you know, uh, did was Palace away one of the games Liverpool didn't win? And, did, uh, you know, it's a hard place to go, Palace, always for us, really. Yeah. We've had I mean, some... we're doing all right. Don't get me wrong. I mean, in comparison to last season, uh, you know, we've come on leaps and bounds, you know, and we are a joy to watch. And you can see Arteta slowly getting to where he wants to be. We're just not there yet. We will be. Maybe the end of next season, you know, we'll, we'll get to where we want to be. He still wants to get rid of a couple of players and definitely sign two or three. I think at the end of this season, I think Leno will be off. I think mm. he'll be number one somewhere. It's a bit like uh, when Martinez left. Yeah. You know, he was always too good to be a number two. And Leno's too good to be a number two. You know, and then yeah. you kind of think I mean, it's a shame because he's a great keeper to bring in when we need another. Definitely. Team. I mean, he might be in. I'm not sure what Ramsdale's situation is, but we might be needing him. And definitely need him um, in that case for this run-in if, if there's any chance that Ramsdale doesn't play. The only thing, difference is I think he's just, the kicking's not as good, the kind of control at the back. I think they've learned that, though, the team, just not to pass it back to him. And we saw a lot less passing it back to him. It's almost like they've had that discussion and sort of said, OK, it's probably not the best idea to use him as a sweeper-keeper. And, you know, no, the, and, you know mean, do your job is saving the ball. And um, I, think, I think against Villa, though, Leno went long a lot more yeah. times than he would have done before. Yeah. You know, and, and almost like, you know, they're obviously all training together every day. And... They'll talk to each other, you know, and, and with Ramsdale, he's without doubt, he's a better distributor of the ball. But Leno just gave us a space, didn't he? As in, you know, rather than just pushing the ball out to a left back or a right back, he did he did go halfway line or just over, just, just to give you a breather as well, didn't he? And, yeah. and we were working hard if we did if if we didn't win the first ball, we were certainly at it for the second ball every time. And it just does take the pressure off Leno, doesn't it? That's the thing. You think, well, give me a breather here. I'll I'll lump it a bit longer and and we'll try and work it. And and you know there was a lot of the times there was someone there was an out for him. Okay, it might have come off there, play gone for a throw in, or, or we might have given away a throw in. But it just broke it up for a little while. While then they can reorganise, didn't it? I, I I think those two have been changed. But when John was saying about Martinelli. Against Liverpool, was it Trent Alexander-Arnold? He's now out for several weeks. And that, yes, yes. And, it, and that, that's with a, a stiff neck and a twisted ball bag. Because he, <laughs> I mean, he tore him a new arse He did. It, there's, he did. There's, you know, and let's face it, I, there's not many players you can say have done that to Trent Alexander-Arnold. I know... I know Arnold's game is the going forward and, and, mm. and with Liverpool, he Coming gets that luxury. Yeah. Yeah. And he gets that luxury, but at the same time, he, he is a decent defender and 
mate, Martinelli made him look like an absolute mug. He really did. And I hate to say it, but Klopp's already heaped massive praise on Martinelli. And mm. when he's watched, you know, his, his, his best right back get absolutely murdered by him, you can only think Klopp's ready in the checkbook. And I hope yeah. Martinelli doesn't, but my God, that, that boy is, is certainly... And I was worried, you know, with the Villa game, um, obviously we'd lost to Liverpool and pressure was on the Villa game. To lose Ramsdale and Martinelli, you thought, oh my God, yeah. this is a bit this is a bit scary, this. But as it happened, it, it all played out okay, didn't it? I, I thought I, I think we definitely missed Martinelli's pace in that situation. Yeah. yeah against, did. you know, was it Ashley Young playing against um Smith Rowe and it was it was young against Saka because Saka, Saka tore yeah, in yeah, the I mean, new one. Absolutely didn't he? was outstanding again. Saka yes. in that game, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, and a quick word for Cedric Suarez as well, because I thought he played really well against Villa and to a certain extent against Liverpool. But you know, having playing that role, um, standing in for as it has he has been, I think he's got he's looked excellent. Um, yeah. Really, really well. Well, he's brought him. Of... He's brought himself to the fore, isn't he? Definitely. As in, you know, I think we all sort of thought, well, he's one that's going to be gone. I mean, if if you've got Tommy Asu and you've got him, you've got two good good right backs. Thing is, yeah. he he yeah. he wasn't a bad right back. He just needed a run of games. Yeah, and definitely. He got the run of games, and now he's had it. He's proven, you know, exactly what he can do. I've always yeah. liked Cedric. He just well, he used to have. Run. I mean, he's had Pepe in front of him a lot last season. He had, you know, Willian and people in front of him yeah. at times, and you feel like you know he's, he was a bit exposed. But when you when you're like playing as well as he is and playing behind Saka, it's it's um, it makes it a lot easier, doesn't it? Yeah, it's funny enough that you mentioned Willian. I actually forgot we had him. <laughs> yeah, extremely <laughs> forgettable. Basically, Tanya was very forgettable. Yeah, yeah. yeah he won, scored that yeah. one free kick, didn't he? Or something yeah. against Southampton, and like three games to go in the season, and he hadn't scored all year. <laughs> but um, yeah, wow. I thought that was good. And I thought, you know, um, I, I, interestingly, when we after we played Villa, Liverpool obviously had that game up at Forest and. That game was nil-nil and Forrest gave them a game. And just like us, they had a chance towards the end, like with 10 minutes to go, Villa, uh, uh, Forrest. And Alisson saved it where Leno didn't save it. Um, and you just, and then they, of course, Diego, Diogo Jota goes on and scores. And you just think that that's the difference between us and Liverpool, is that they're in the yeah. FA Cup semi-final because... They, you know, the keeper made the save at that big moment. They had those. It's got the stat, Matt. They've got the best forward in the world at the moment. Yeah, and a really good backup. You know, Jota's absolutely superb, and they've got a Salah. And I mean, their goals do come, and it's not just they come from anywhere. They, you know, the people that score them are normally in double figures uh, yeah. or twenties. So Mane quite easily get twenty goals. Salah's easily 30 goals. Jota's easily 20 goals. Yeah. Whereas our highest goal scorer has got 12 goals. 
yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, Smith Rowe's got ten or eleven. Saka's got twelve, I think. That's it. Everybody yeah. else is in single figures. So you know that that's where our, basically our downfall comes. We need Martinelli to start popping up with a few more. But maybe they'll come next season. Maybe he'll get his pace and his shooting boots on. Or we just definitely need to go all out and buy a very good striker. You know, I don't regret losing a Bama Yang. I think the team has improved. Just a fundamentally massive improvement, you know, since he's gone. The whole atmosphere around the club. And he recognised that as well, didn't he? Because I know there was that Piers Morgan tweet saying sort of like, terrible decision to sell him because he scored six goals in five games for Barcelona and that uh, so what but he responded Aubameyang by saying you know sometimes you know it's got nothing to do with Mikel Arteta or the Arsenal it's to do with me and being happy and I'm happy here and this is what happens you know he's getting paid Um, more money probably (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's, you know, just feeling comfortable in the position you're in. And, you know, you've seen it this week with Paul Pogba saying he's got depression and uh, he's been that Man United and not performed for them. And, you know, so sometimes... 400 grand a week, mate. Well, no, but the, this is, this is the point, though, because it doesn't matter how much money you earn, you can still be, you know, you still could be lonely and depressed and anxious. And, you know, it... it for these football players, they're young men with, you know, um, all the trappings of success, but not necessarily all the all the ways of coping with that um, in their life, are, are they? And it's, I think sometimes it's, you know, I think it's clear that it's easy to say um, that money should solve everything for them, but it doesn't always work like that. And it it might only be a very small amount of of his mental problems that are causing his, his performances. Like, um, you just, you just feel if he was happy, then he'd be playing better football, but he's not happy. Like Aubameyang wasn't happy. So they don't play good football, but Aubameyang takes around this, this constant, um, uh, sort of, uh, attitude and atmosphere that he's not turns up. He doesn't turn up to training. He doesn't, uh, turn up on time. Um, and interestingly, I was listening to um, Tony Adams talking about Ian Wright. And when Arsene Wenger turned up, Tony Adams said to him, like, Ian Wright's always late for training. Like, we're, we're supposed to be here at 10 o'clock. And Ian turns up late. And he says, well, well we should put training back so Ian can be here on time. So they put it back to 11 o'clock and he said, it's because Ian Wright is so important to this team. We've got to, we've got to make him happy. We've got to to have him happy. So all the rest and of the team, you know, so we had him one more year. We had him one yeah. more year. He was that important. He got rid of him. Well, I guess at the time we did Nicholas and Elka, who yeah. kept him out of the first double win in the season. Uh, he barely played a game in the whole of that season, right? And then he was gone. Yeah. So that's how important he was to the club. Well, I suppose it's, uh, you know, um, I, just, I guess the point the is that it doesn't always, it, money doesn't always buy you happiness. Um, yeah, but in the day, though, Matt, right, yeah, 
I get paid to do a job regardless of what my mental state is. That's that. Footballers get paid a lot of money. They can afford the shrinks. If they need company, they can afford hookers. <laughs> In fact, they can just employ a hooker to listen to them talk about their problems. <laughs> so, Cut out the middleman, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. It's basically the ones that go to hookers and say, I just want to hold you. You know, <laughs> you know so which your 50 quid. Not that it's I your 50 quid? Paul Pogba will be spending... That's the going rate for hugging a lady. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Pogba would spend £50. Yeah. <laughs> he earns £400,000 a week. And... I understand what you're saying, but the fact of the is, if you're that unhappy yeah. where you are, put in a transfer request and say, I'm really unhappy here, I'm not going to perform for you, sell me. But they won't. I mean, Paul Pogba has been a Bama Young and that attitude for nearly two seasons. Paul Pogba has been quite poor for many years. Yeah. If he's poor because he's unhappy, he should have asked for a transfer request and said, this is the reason why I'm playing shit, because I've got mental issues and I'm really not happy. Please sell me. But he hasn't, and I wonder why. Oh, yeah, because he's getting paid a fortune. Well, I guess it, I mean... I think there's that and their agents. Their agents, you know, you're no, Paul, you're un, under contract. This isn't the time to remove. You're not going to get an improved wage. You know, it... I, I do it's, think it's the same wherever you go. You know, look at Lukaku at Chelsea. He's not happy. They don't play him, and the, things are going wrong for Lukaku. He wants out as soon as he can from Chelsea, even though they've paid him so hundred million pounds and whatever. Um, same, you know, Gareth Bale at Real Madrid. These player, players turn up for their country and have fantastic performances, like Bale did on Thursday. It doesn't. It doesn't necessarily figure that it's you know it's what makes whatever that little percentage that you need to be the absolute top athlete means you need to be happy what in what you're doing, doesn't it? I feel well, like I accept you're saying with that regards, but they do have options, and the options yeah. are just to say to the club, right, don't play me this season. I'm not happy. I just want to go back to the UK and do go fishing or whatever. You know, you might as well stop paying my wages because I'm a multi-millionaire anyway and just let me go and get me head straight for a year. Who was it who went and lived in a caravan? Because he went a bit mental. Um, Nicky Butt? No. No, um, he actually... No, the other on. one. Um, David Batty? No. No, it's quite a famous one. Uh, uh, he wasn't a well-known footballer, but he just went off and lived in a caravan. Brian Little? Uh, <laughs> no, anyway, in regards to that, but that's what I've got to do is just say, Look, I know you want me to play, but if I'm playing crap and you're dropping me and just sticking me on the bench, that's making things worse. Just let me go for the rest of the season and I'll see if I sort my uh, head out and you don't have to pay me. I mean, right? I think a lot, a lot of players kind of do that without any of us knowing. You know, that Aubameyang was quite clearly left out of the side, left out of the squad. And probably told, you know, go and relax and try and sort your head out because they knew, and uh, uh, firing on all cylinders at Aubameyang is a really good asset. Whereas he he spent time away, went back home, he went to Dubai, he's been all over the place, didn't he? Let's see what um, happens. Yeah, going next season for him. 
Yeah, okay. I mean, I can't, I, I can't say that he scored sensational goals. He's part of a good team in Barcelona. I know they're not they're not competing for the league, but they are still a good side, and he's on the end of them. And part of the problem was we stuck him out on the left, and he didn't really contribute enough, did he? In the end, no, nowhere near. Uh, when uh, you look at what when you look at what Martinelli contributes or Smith Rowe contributes out yeah. on that side. Uh, he, he he gave us nothing. Absolutely and maybe nothing. in the maybe in the Spanish league you can be carried a little bit by, um, you know maybe the games aren't as ferociously fast or the high press isn't expected as much. But you know it's anyway. It's it it, it was a good it was a good result on uh, against Villa regardless of all of that and you know one nil was perfectly fine for that game because they as you said John they didn't look like scoring we were pretty comfortable I think um, you know we neutralised them really and there was a lot of talk about them not looking very good as you said uh, Stuart but I think it was us stopping them playing well, Coutinho you didn't yeah what, what did he do he, until that well, free kick at the, the end apart from the free kick yeah. he did nothing he did absolutely nothing, and but I think that was credit to us, not not the fact he was just having a crap game. I think that was just the way we pressed him, and 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 we dictated how the game was going to be played, didn't we? That that's what I was really impressed with. I I wasn't obviously I was worried when he had the free kick in the last. But it seemed to be every time they started again, you thought, "No, we'll 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 snuff this out and we'll go again, and we'll have the ball again and we'll use the ball." And they'll have to be chasing, and and that sort of played itself. I know second half they were a little bit more at it, which you'd expect if if you'd had such a poor first half, um, as in possession wise, and you know when when. When you've dominated like we did that first half away from home, yeah, you knew you knew that wasn't going to stay like that for the for the second forty five. But we 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 did what we had to do, didn't we? And we we dug in at times, and and that's that's what you know to to get any three points away from home in the Premier League, even at home now, you can't guarantee home wins, but away from home are, are, are really hard. And and yeah, no, I was. Like I say, out of what was a disappointing midweek turned into a, a really good weekend. It was just a shame West Ham couldn't carry it on and, and nick something at Tottenham. But other than that, you couldn't really fault the weekend and, and we're still sitting where we are and it's in our hands, isn't it? That's it the here's thing. a quick question for you then. What do we think of Pepe's role this season and where he fits in? Because well, I know that he hasn't, like John said about Suarez... He hasn't had the the opportunities. And it's hard to get going, but against Villa, those twenty minutes are like a white knuckle ride watching him try and yeah. take it out of defence. Or you know, you know he just tries too hard. I think what it is, he comes on, he's got twenty minutes, yeah, right? Yeah, and he's a bit like, I've got to show the boss I'm worth ninety, and yeah. he tries to do it. It just doesn't really work. You look at some of the games he's played in where he's played ninety minutes. Sometimes he's done all right, you know. Scored a couple of goals here and there, and you think, yeah, he's yeah. looking like our most expensive. <laughs> when you think we've got a seventy odd million pound player on the bench, and when he comes on, you think he's a bit of shit. I mean, there's a reason why you pay seventy million pound for a player. 
but he's not yeah, fitting it. And maybe he's the next one to go. I think, you know? I think, I think, and, and, you know, we sort of know in Ketia's guys, probably less of a risk would be rather than bringing in Ketia on, I think in Ketia would, would, would probably do you more of a job wider. Mm. Just, just take, if you want to take Lacazette off and, and stick him just yeah. through the middle. You know what I mean? And, yeah. But tell yeah. him, busy yourself, busy yourself, you know, and, and put him through the middle there. Yeah. I doubt yeah. he'll do that. I think, I think he will always be some sort of backup for, for um, Saka or, or Martinelli and Saka and Switch or, or Smith. You know, that that's what he's going to do. That's not enough, do. though, is it? For I mean, he's, you know, we, we've got to take a hit on him because yeah, I, I know that his deal wasn't, it, it definitely wasn't 70 million overall. It was like we had got, we'd spent like 30 and he, we were giving them money every year based on yeah, but we're quite happy well, to, so, to, yeah. to yeah, but, yeah, but, we're, but we are happy to write off a lot of money yeah like Aubameyang went for nothing you know yeah. we could have quite easily got 30 40 mil we was prepared to say go just for the benefit of both parties same with Ozil I suppose we didn't push that did we I'll be surprised if we got much more than 15 million quid maybe 20 at a push because it doesn't matter what he's worth. It doesn't matter what we bought him for. The clubs will look at what he's done since he's been there. And it's like, he's about a good goal against France the other day, but... But he's still a £10 million player at most. mate. And and this, this, you know, all these sort of ones we're talking about as... They're not Arteta's players, are they? Uh, As in, they've already been at the club. Um... They're sort of in that mindset of oh, I'm getting big money and I ain't got to do anything and 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 those aren't the players Mikel wants and yeah. you can't but you can't just throw everyone away in one go. I mean, no, you it, can't. It was a massive risk in in what he did in January, Arteta. But he's done it. We've got to live with it. We've got ten more games to get through with it. Um, and, and you know, we said, oh, well, I've certainly said before. I I hope the gamble pays off, but. Um, I, th- I think Pepe's literally just going to be a, a, a something to bring on. I, I, I just don't see him. Certainly not. Well, at the end of the day, he'll play FA Cup and League Cup football, and he'll yeah, probably well, he play this season, in Europe. Obviously. No, but in Europe as well, where we yeah. get, you know, more than likely get the Europa League. He'll yeah. probably play in that, and he'll probably play quite well. And he did. Maybe the European football suits him more than the English game does because he's played quite well in Europe before. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we can't treat it like a fire sale this summer like we've been doing because we we'll don't need, have a big enough squad. We do need we, numbers, whether we're in the Europa League, the the Champions League or the Europa Conference. Uh, we're going to make one of those, surely. Um, we'd so have we're to gonna, completely fall apart not to make that conference. Yeah. I mean, when you I look think at if say, we lost Pe- every game, Matt, we'd still make that conference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, like on fair play, we're definitely not going to get through on fair play. But um, I mean, when you look at say, we're about to play Crystal Palace, and I know uh, Michael Elise is injured at the minute, and probably that's a really good thing for us. But look at a young player like him against 
a player like Pepe, and there's really no comparison in the Premier League. You've just got a ready-built youngster who is, you know, I would take in a heartbeat. Um, yeah, they're a good, and, they're a, and they're a very good side, Palace. Yeah, and it's like you know, you wonder whether I don't know what moves Vieira's Vieira's making or what draw he has, but um, you can you can kind of see those players playing for him, um, and that you know, it's 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 whether um, I mean, I'm not going to say that we should have uh, Patrick Vieira as our manager quite yet because. There's been talk about um, this Brazilian guy, hasn't there, doing deal? Titi. Titi. Um, do you like Titi, John? <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know why I'm bothering asking that. <laughs> <laughs> We've all seen the uh, images you post on Facebook. Um. <laughs> Facebook. Um, Titi. <laughs> Yeah, so I think, well, whether they see Arteta as a long-term thing or whether they're just trying to cover their backs in case someone comes in for him from Spain, uh, there has been talk, hasn't there, of clubs there being There has interested. been talk, but I, th- I thought... I think Arteta more... is happy where he is. I think, I think Arteta he... is happy. He's building something, and I think with him, I really believe he wants a legacy at this club. I think he sees himself as a... Not necessarily a Pep, because we don't have the money for him to be a Pep, but another Arsene Wenger to build a team from nothing. And I, I so think do I. It's a so legacy. Why, why would he spend all this time and effort getting rid of this shit out of the club, trying to build his own club to go, yeah, I'm just going to bugger off to Real Madrid next season. See ya. It's not going to happen. No, I don't think so either, no. John. I think, I think you're right. He's putting in a lot of work. He's cutting his teeth. Um... And yeah, no, I I don't think he'll go. I think what from what I made of it, that Titi was when Edu was at um in the Brazil Corinthians and wasn't and he, Brazil and wasn't Brazil, he? Yeah, and and I think they were quite pally. So I think it's more he's coming in as something to help Mikel, not 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 to replace. It's it's you know possibly. Some different voices helps in the dressing room. I mean, there's they've got quite a lot of people, haven't they? Already, um, there, there seemed to be a bloke at the Villa game who just has an iPad, just sits and watches an iPad of the game. And that's his job, presumably to check all the VAR stuff going on on Sky Sports or whatever. Okay. Um, but I, 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 you know, there's there's been more rumours hasn't there over the last couple of weeks different players there's been Marcus Rashford's been mentioned I, do, do you know, do I mean, not want Marcus Rashford I mean it's a funny one isn't it because he, he was he had a lot of prospects in Man United and he's been uh, you know it's whether whether he's going to do it a bit like Wenger did it with players like you know Henri had a had a sort of torrid time in at Juventus and but came good for us, and whether it's something like Rashford could be—he was a good youngster, but he's fallen off. Odegaard was a good youngster, but he fell off. Maybe and he's coming Arteta's... in to help out. Maybe he's coming in to help out with a like free catering or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the Rashford's uh, rashes. It's a bacon sandwich shop. <laughs> 
No, it they has uh, been at United long enough, right? If you can't make it at United, it ain't going to happen at Arsenal. Yeah. I'll tell you what, John. I'll tell you what. Hold on. I'll stop you there. I think there is a cracking player in there. I I do think that Man United themselves are at a real funny, funny, funny point. Mm. You know, almost where the Ronaldo being there at big money and Pogba's... I, I saw their wage bill thing the other day. It's horrific. I'll tell you what I get from United. The uh, Brazilian guy, the Portuguese bloke, who scored shitloads of goals last season mm. and has Fernando done nothing since... Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, don't know. Look how good... Because Ronaldo's turned up and he's done nothing. I would have Fernandez, Fernando in an absolute heartbeat. The amount of goals he scored last season, he was fucking awesome. I think Rashford, mate, is 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 a, a, a real player that I think, yeah, with an arm round him and a and a and a an objective in a game to do, I I still think he's a quality player, mate. And I I I would. I would take him in a heartbeat. I really would. I think there's, he's one of those players who could probably play all three positions up front, isn't he? Yeah. Is that sort of, he can play on the wing and he can play down the middle. And we need more, don't we? We need more than one because we haven't really got two. We need two top four. We'll take both of them then. Um, Fernandez and bloody Rashford. Well, I don't yeah, think I it's going to be that sort of fire sale. I think Ronaldo will go probably, won't he? Um I think so, just and the money he's on. He looked to play in America or China or where, well, maybe not China, but, you know, he, wherever he goes, he sells shirts and he's, he's coming to the end. So I guess it depends whether who takes over the job at Man United and what they want from the team and who they see as part of it. I think yeah. like Rashford would be good for... He's that little bit older. He's that good role model for Saka and Smith Rowe and um, players like that. Or maybe yeah. he'd hold on. You know, we could hold on to those better if we had that sort of. Yeah, I'd, I'd take him. I'd take him in a heartbeat. I mean, I wouldn't pay shitloads for him, but no. but at the same time, he's he's a quality young, still a young player, isn't he? I mean, how old maybe is he? Pay for Rashford. How old's Rashford? Twenty-three. He's a bit older now, I think. Is he? I mean, we're not looking at anyone really. I suppose he played in twenty sixteen, didn't he? In the Euros. Um, How old's Rashford? I'm trying to. Sorry, I just had a bit of a brain freeze there. Trying to open um, my brain. This game has been a while, though. Glenn Torby in a while, don't they? <laughs> hey, what uh, about uh, the game at the weekend? Wrexham versus, um, who was it? Wrexham Dover. versus Dover. Dover. Yeah. 5 no, 2 down, and they win 6 5. That was amazing. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah they were, and they were 2 0 up as well, weren't they, Wrexham? Yeah, 2 0 up in 20 minutes, and then they were losing 5 2. They scored twice in injury time. One in the was ninth. it at Dover? Or at, no, it was uh, at Wrexham. No, at Wrexham. In, oh, in front, shame, because if you get a game in front like of Ryan Reynolds, like, wasn't it? Ryan Reynolds, and, 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 and the thing is, what as well, save. Do, do, Dover have already been relegated. Yeah, because so did they have a points deduction or something? 
I'm not sure, but they, they, they've gone down. You know what I mean? So for them to even have that sort of much, you know, you think, oh, my God, 2-0 down, 20 minutes, roll over, you can tickle our bellies. And yeah, they've gone the other way and then lost it. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, it's uh, he's 24 years old, Marcus Rashford. Yeah, so he's a so he's in that he's in that pocket we like at the minute. Yeah, he's a, a young, youngster. You know, he's the best years of his career possibly ahead of him. You know, and potentially, potentially ten years. Yeah, ten years. Which he just yeah. hasn't. He just hasn't been given but many could, opportunities, has he? You That's could, the problem. You could, but you could buy him. You could buy him, play him for five years, take him up to twenty nine, and probably sell him for more than you paid for him now. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? He's always, let's face it, if he's at Arsenal and he's in and around, and, and, and the football club itself are in and around challenging various things, he's he's still going to be in the limelight for England. So he he's not going to devalue in money. That's, that's what I think a lot of people forget. I think a lot of people think Rashford is 29 and he ain't. He's... he's He's quite a young lad still in 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 footballing terms, and it's just because he started so young. You know, people are going to talk about Saka like this. I think mm. because you think, well, Saka's what two well, seasons went, now. He's had proper seasons under his belt. Yeah, if you think about it, he went. You know, he scored against Wales, didn't he? Did he score against Wales in the Euro two thousand and sixteen? Oh, Rashford. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it was, wasn't it? Oh, he scored. Was it him and Kane? Was it him and Kane? Did Kane get... No, they had a... But, he, a you know, that, we think that's like now um, six years ago. So he was 18 when he was in that tournament. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's, that's the same as Saka, isn't Pretty it? He's, he's a young youngster who yeah, has got so like far said, ahead of him. You will forget, you will forget you know, you, you'll sort of take it for granted and you'll think that Saka's, you know, 28, 29 years of age when he'll be 24, 25. And it'll be, my God, this lad's been around for ages. I mean, it's, it's, the only thing for Man United is that it doesn't look like Mason Greenwood's going to be a long-term prospect for them. So. No, no. Um, but, you know, I think Marcus Rashford has not just the sort of, he's got... He's, there's something special about him off the field as well, which he's such a role model. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if he could get his football going at Arsenal to the extent he could be, you know, such an amazing acquisition, couldn't he? Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And, well, and Premiership ready. Absolutely, you know? yeah. And he just, I guess, you put him up front in the middle, up front every week, and then see what happens. You know yeah. what sort of what sort of performances you get out of him. Don't know how all these injuries have gone. I don't know if he's been injured a lot. In his he has picked up a few, but not not long term ones. Like I say, you know, if we're going to lose Inketia and we're going to lose Lacazette, we've got Balogun basically. Yeah, coming <laughs> coming coming back from loan. So we're, we're going to need two, aren't we? Let's let's face it. Yeah. Rashford would tick boxes because. As you said, Matt, you can play him wide or you can play him through the middle. Yeah. Similar, I think, in a way to Martinelli. Yeah. Um, and, 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 but you're going to want that main man. So the only one is, is for 
agent Odegaard to get Erling Haaland <laughs> signed up and 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 let's have Haaland as our number one choice and you know you're week in week out and then you can rest him for certain games and either play Martinelli or Rashford through the middle and bring Balogun on late on in the game so you, you've got you've got your strikers and wingers and everything sorted out haven't you I mean that you took. I mean that's sort of dreamland, isn't it? Really, without a doubt. But um, you're allowed to dream, Matt. You're allowed to dream. <laughs> well, um, we we spent a weekend in um, Birmingham, and John, talk to me about what what's, uh, what Birmingham makes you think about. Why? Why? I'm just. This is. I'm leading into fire, John. <laughs> Birmingham, let yeah. me see. Peaky Blinders? No. No, not a lot, really. It's the spiritual home of the Poodle Perm and the Flying V. The Flying V, what the guitar? Yeah. But made at Gibson in Memphis. Well, I'm, all I'm saying is it's heavy metal, quick fire job. As the war machine keeps turning. And hatred to mankind Poisoning their brainwashed minds Oh, larger! Oh, well, Birmingham Black Sabbath That's the only thing they're pretty much known for All the other Black Bombers Deep Purple Facebook play for them Not worth it That I said last week Led Zepp that's a, that's a search A search on Paul now, that is <laughs> Right so here we go. Here's your quickfire, John, on heavy yes. metal. Black Sabbath or Iron Maiden? Black Sabbath. Led Zeppelin or Deep Purple? Neither really, but Led Zeppelin at push. Metallica or Guns N' Roses? Guns N' Roses. Kiss or ACDC? Kiss. Slayer or Cannibal Corpse? Well, I've not heard of the latter, <laughs> so uh, that'd be Slayer. Spandex or ripped jeans? Ripped jeans. Um, back-combed hair or a tattooed neck? <laughs> back-combed hair. A Tiger Tales, metal with a message, the God-bothering metal, or Judas Priest's backward devil-worshipping song? Judas Priest. Kerrang! or have a Metal Hammer magazine. Kerrang. And Lenny only having one pair of shoes or Axl Rose smoking 2,000 cigarettes in a day to get his first demo money. Lemmy. So was going to be Lemmy. God bless us. He only had one pair of shoes. Well, they were probably cowboy boats. No, I think they were like Doc Martins or something and they're absolutely disgusting. He wore cowboy boats. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. You had one pair of cowboy boots. Well, there you go. There's uh, your heavy metal quickfire, John, and a bit of uh, um, heavy metal music in the background there. But now... That better have been Black Sabbath in the background. It was. It was War Pigs, John. So, um, now, who... Who <laughs> would... Now, who would cook in a kitchen like this? As we go back to the 90s... In this old MasterChef stew machine. Oh, 
Sort of the KO, isn't it? <laughs> I've sort of mixed them together. Oh, I was going to say. Um, um, yeah, it's the uh, 90, it's the 90s MasterChef uh, Stoop Machine. Not the, the latest series, but the one with Lloyd Grossman. Um, so let's put a quid in. And Oh, no. Lloyd Grossman is walking around a black space criticising stuff for having too much salt in it. Um, which we don't worry about anymore, do we? With the salt bay and everything, sprinkling. <laughs> so there you go. And talking of being sprinkled, um, you were sprinkled with luck, Stuart. Um, yeah, you picked uh, you picked Crystal Palace to beat Everton in the FA Cup. That was oh. easy pickings. And you picked both teams to score in the battle of who's the best ham, West or Totten. Oh, yes. Um, and, I forgot uh, about that. And you also taught, I taught you out of Leicester beating Brentford and they beat them 2-1 as well. Yeah. So it shows you how much I oh, know. I, I did all right. I did <laughs> all right. Should have, should, have, should, have, should, have, should have backed it myself. <laughs> <laughs> you say you don't bet on your own bets. You're yeah, ruining I, the magic, Stuart. I do, I do. I, so I do. Um, let's uh, uh, let's hear what you've got this week in store. Well, uh, we're still in the international uh, week, aren't we? Till yeah, Saturday. we are. We are. So let me. Um, I did have a look. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick two draws out. Um, okay. Because draws, you get quite a good price on. So if you do this as a double, I reckon you might get. I don't know. You might get seven, eight to one. John might be able to tell me if he puts it in on his thing and comes back. So I'm gonna go again. Midlands Derby, Wolves Villa, yeah, as a draw, and Man United Leicester as a draw. That's the evening game on Saturday. They're the two are, are quite Let's fancy. So if you did them as a double, I don't know what that would pay, but I mean, don't just do it as a double. Do them individually, but yeah, I fancy Wolves Villa draw and Man United Leicester as a draw. That's my. Um, you could. You could, if you really wanted to throw it in there. Brighton have, have have lost their way a little bit. I'm just wondering whether Norwich might be able to nick a point at Brighton as well. But I'd, and Leeds, Southampton, see, there's four you could have. But no, Wolves, Villa, Man United, Leicester, both both draws, Matt. That's, that's okay. this week's. No, Tottenham, Newcastle. Tottenham, Newcastle is an interesting As a one, double, at the moment, it's 12.86 to one. Oh, oh, that's 13 good. to one. So you put your little pound on that, 13 quid, 14 quid back. Nice, chummy. So there's some value in this week's bet. So uh, I've just bet on it. I've just put a bet on it, Stuart. Oh, well, that's that. There fun. you go. That's someone. someone that's at least fun. someone's done it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll so let you know. I've been doing right though, you know. As I said to you the other day, all my bets are going quite well. All my horse racing bets. So, good. did you um, nice did you watch all of Cheltenham then, John? Or were you no, I don't watch it. I don't watch horse racing. You just I just get it. free bets. I just get free bets. Okay. At three six five, are giving me free bets, so I was betting on it, and I thought, well, there you go. Do yeah, you actually nice. get money right. back on those free bets, or do you have to spend it? No, you no. get your money back. You don't get the stake back. Oh right, yeah. okay. So if you put a fiver on, it's ten to one. You'll get forty-five quid. Right. Yeah. So then, can you still spend that stake? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you the cash out. You can take it. Walk away. Yeah, it's a free bet. 
You just yes. don't, like I say, if, if you win the bet, you don't get the stake money that you put on it, basically. Whereas you would do if it was your own money. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, it's good. Well, let's put another quid in the stupid machine. We've got to get it back, back on this one usually, do we? Uh, so, uh, and we've just cogitated. So there you go. That's the... Um... <laughs> now, um, listen to here, uh, and uh, it's the German quiz. Why? Because of Bert Leno. Well, with Bert Leno coming back with a great performance and the joy of him and the team, which was shared and very heartwarming, um, I'm going to take the piss out of Germans (laughs) for the next 20 minutes. Because haven't Germans got funny names? I mean, what sort of name is Bert? Um, So before we have our funny named uh, German quiz, which is bordering on racism... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, what uh, is your track this week, Stuart? Well, I've um, I, I found myself singing it in the kitchen, mm. and um, basically, I've I've got the art of making poached eggs. And for the right. last few weekends, all I've been having is poached eggs for breakfast all right. on a Saturday morning. And I don't normally have breakfast, so certainly not. But is it the cyclone, Stuart, you're using? You're using the cyclone method. No, no, no. So I don't use the cyclone. I don't put vinegar in it. I pre-boil the water in the kettle. I then put the boiling water into a saucepan, wait for it then to come up to bubbling again. Yeah. And then I just drop them in two and a half minutes exactly, take them out. They have been bang on. Absolutely. So I found myself standing there in the kitchen singing... I just can't get enough of Paul's day. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going with Kylie Minogue. I can't get you out of my head. So um, I'm hoping I'm hoping anyone that does listen will now always listen yeah. to Kylie Minogue with that version in their head of I just can't get or enough of Or every time eggs. they make poached eggs. <laughs> yeah, they'll think of Kylie. So it's a winner, winner, chicken, oh, poached egg dinner. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's my track. Okay, and what about you, John? The theme from S Express by S Express, purely based on the fact of, I do a rotor on the CDs in my car, and I thought, I'll pick out an 80s one. Bits of the 80s, number two. I think he was so, like the famously, it was sort of like one of those, famously he made it in his bedroom, didn't he? Mark, you thought he did that with signing off. Oh, did they? Uh, yeah. Or Paul Hardcastle, you could say as well for nineteen. one of the seminal albums of all time. But Sorry. I suppose there's like um, he he you know he didn't he he just made it with sort of a, a PC or something, didn't he? Um, don't know. I don't think he played any instruments or anything, and he got singers. I didn't pay much attention to the history around the track. I just literally had it playing in the car. It was supposed to be a different one. Probably the only way is up by Yaz. <laughs> I did one I thought of at the time was S Express. It always makes me laugh on um, Felix Knights and 
this is Charlie FM coming in your ears, and this is Yaz, and she's going up. Uh, anyway right so um these are i can't remember it was first last time these are funny named germans i'm going to give you their club and their first name and you just have to tell me what their surname is got it yeah so who's going to go first i think you might as well decide yourself because none of us can remember who went first last time i think you went first Stuart went first last time, I think. So do you want to go first, right. John? Sure. Right, so here's your six uh, players. Number one, Tottenham Jürgen. Klinsman. Correct. Two, Man City Ilkay. I can't believe I can't remember it. Oh, it's going to really hurt. I can't remember it. I was going to say, you should remember this one, do you think? I can't. I can't remember it. That's going to oh. hurt. <laughs> That's going to hurt. Uh, Stuart? It's Gundogan. Gundogan. Yes. Yep. You know. Number three, Liverpool, Dietmar. Come on. Correct. Uh, number four, Chelsea, Kai. Havertz. Correct. Number five. I think you said Cobra then for a minute. Kai, Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> Olympic Leon, Jerome. I've absolutely no idea. No, I don't know. I'm not, I think I might know it. No, I've no idea. Stuart? Was he, was he at Bayern Munich before? Yeah. Boateng. Boateng, yeah. Jerome Boateng. Right. And finally, six, Arsenal, Lucas. <laughs> Podolsky. Correct. That's pretty good. You got four. I was hoping for Stefan, just so I could say it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm no, that, that's, that. That, that's Stuart's one. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, right. So, Stuart, you've got four to beat. Number one, Man United, Bastion. Feinsteiger. Correct. Number two, Chelsea, Timo. Werner. Question number three, Man City, Uwe. Rossler. Correct. Number four, PSG, Julian. Drexler. Correct. Question number five. Ro- uh, Leeds, Robin. Cock. Correct. And finally, number six, Arsenal, Shod- Shodran. Mustafi. Correct. That's full house for Stuart. There you go. And so I thought that was going to be a lot more of a bastard because I was waiting for you to say Borussia Mönchengladbach. Yeah. Um, and, and there'd be some name like well, I thought it long, could be... Long, long schlonger. <laughs> or something like that. Oh, God. No, yeah. I, I, I thought that the things, the ones that would get you would be Julian or Robin. Like, if you, if you were, like... Well, no, because we've, we've, been, we've been linked with Julian Drexler. Yeah, I know. It's like one know. of those things. And I think on one of... I think on one of... Either on, 
of WhatsApp we had one day when we were playing Leeds, or I remember saying something about something and went, has anyone twigged that that bloke's called Robin Cock? <laughs> and it just made me chuckle. So, yeah, no, when, you, when you're called Robin Cock, you know <laughs> you're not going to forget it. And Robin Cock was bleeding. Was, when you say Lucas point. for Arsenal, I yeah. immediately think of Fabianski. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. almost the first words out of my mouth, and I thought. I mean, there's no. quite a lot of Arsenal um, players at um, uh, look, a lot of Germans at Arsenal, weren't there? Yeah. Hmm. Um, so uh, this is um, a song about poached eggs. Kylie Minogue, written by the lead singer of Mud, that song, um, from Carl Shelton, and Kathy <laughs> Dennis, of course, um, the yeah. lovely Kathy Dennis, who did all those, I don't know, it's like S Club 7 songs and Britney and stuff, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> it, I'll give John a chance to get uh, his played at Got the it. end, S Express. Um, so... Always subbed, forced to play on the left, foot like a traction engine, Lucas Podolski scored how many goals for Arsenal in the three seasons he was there? Have a guess. I'm going to say it's in the 30s. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say 31. Bloody hell, that's right! Well done, John. <laughs> That's actually the correct answer. Well done, John. And I think the reason why I know that is yeah. because I put it on the Block 5 group the other week because it was his birthday. Oh, did you? I think I did. And it would have oh. been like, here's his 31 goals he scored. Yeah. Right. I was going to say, if, if, uh, if I had to have guessed at it, um, I would have gone 37. Okay. Uh, yeah, That's good still pretty good, yeah. I mean, he didn't play... He had this weird thing, didn't he, where he seemed to get substituted at about 65 minutes in every single game. So he never really played a full game for Arsenal. I guess yeah. it was he, like, they he won the World Cup. We got him after the World Cup, didn't we? 
It's not like he was the best player we ever had. He was a tryer, and but when he let rip, yeah, everyone knew about it. Yeah, oh, some he had a habit of scoring some, you know, from that left hand side. He scoring. had a banger, didn't he? He, yeah. he was a bit of a, you know, what <clears throat> Van Persie used to let fly. Yeah, that was yeah. a bit like Podolski, wasn't it? He, he, if he if he wanted to hit that, you you if if it did. Get on target. The keeper, it was so hard, the keeper was never going to get to it, were they? See, see, if only Thomas Party could get the direction that Lucas Podolski. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Because I don't know how, like you mentioned a few players there who had that sort of skill of shooting really hard. Who in the Premier League now has that? that they score loads of goals because they can shoot really hard. It's not I many, I don't I don't know. I, everything's sort of about getting into the box and um, there isn't that many. I'll tell you what, though. Did you, watch, did you see the video I put on of Arteta? Because it was his birthday yesterday. Okay. If you look at the goals he scored for us, pretty much about 95% was 20 yeah. yards out. Yeah, he was good. He had a good, he had a good, good shot. Yeah. And he wasn't, you know, encouraged to play forward at Arsenal. When he was at Everton, he was sort of the number 10, wasn't he? Whereas for yes. us, he sat sat in that sort of Thomas Party role. Um, it's almost, I mean, he was injured a lot of the time he was at Arsenal as well, wasn't he? Like all, oh, or like all our captains from Thomas for Marlon. It's funny how some of our Arsenal players have been sort of have uh, things have gone wrong for ex Arsenal players recently? So there was Fenerbahce dragged Meza Ozil off at half time and then he's refusing to play for them. So he's now in dispute with his contract there. Who uh, is? Meza Ozil. Did you see this? It was in the press about him. He had. Uh, let's have a quick look. pay cut disputes at Fenerbahce um, and Nacho Monreal said Meza Ozil has a problem with ev- had a problem with everyone at Arsenal it wasn't just Wenger or Arteta or whoever <laughs> it was everybody there you uh, go why are we not surprised yeah we're not surprised are we if that's the thing and then I saw something about Laurent Koscielny this weekend uh, who's tired He's retired amidst um, a sort of... Ele- a sex scandal? No, it's alleged... <laughs> he's been accused of being racist um, at Bordeaux. And I think it's something to do... I can't think of what he's... I can't quite get hold... Um, yeah, he was accused of racism. Uh, I can't. No, it doesn't tell you what he did to this article. Well, like Block Five doesn't contain racism, even if it's a quiz. No, it wasn't really racist that quiz. It was just um, celebrating German names like Ilkay <laughs> and Uwe. <laughs> so. Uh, there you go. Well, it's um, off to the Ted Lasso Stadium on Monday night, on the 4th of April. So, we're playing <gasps> Palace 
away. It's a hard game. What do you reckon? Yeah. I think we might get a draw. I think Zahar might score a couple. He's looking quite good lately. There's always that thing with Zahar, isn't it? It's like we get linked with him virtually every season. Mm. And every season his price goes up by another 20 million. So, mm. I mean, last time it was 80 mil, wasn't it? About two years ago. He's, so, hard, he's hard work, isn't he, though? To watch. You never if know it, what you're going to get with yeah. him. You don't know what you're going to get with him. He's either going to be superb or... He's that just penalty against nothing. Norwich. Was it that penalty against Norwich? Like one of the worst penalties ever. <laughs> oh, I just see it. Um... Yeah, you're right. He is like hit and miss. Two hit and miss for Man United. He's two hit and miss for us. I think that's what I would say. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd, I'd take that point because, okay, so about Sahar, but they've got a lot of players now all across yeah, the yeah, pitch. Yeah. Gallagher in midfield. Mm. He's um, a good player, isn't he? That that, Gallagher. Oh, he's superb. Gay, is it, who's just made his England debut? Yeah. They got the Ty. Tyre Mitchell at uh, uh, left back. They 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 got good players. Eze, um, yeah, Eze, the Eze, uh, the Michael Aloisi, as we said, that he's a good young player. Yeah, and you got you got they got that. Is it Mateta up Mateta, top? Yeah, big guy. Who's keep who's keeping Edward out? Who's another? You know, who's getting them goals? They they have got a, you know Vieira's done really well there. Really, yeah. really well. Um, he had a bit of a rocky patch, didn't he? He, he won a couple, then he... They drew he, loads of games, didn't they? They seem but to they're yeah. picking up again now. Yeah, listen, I'll I tell you, I, uh, you know, we, well, for us, we, you know, we, we're in a 10-game run now. That There's 10 cup finals, so I'm hoping we're going to win it, but it is going to be so hard. Everyone's got to be fully at it, and yeah. hopefully, hopefully Martinelli's back in the squad. Um, you know, and Smith Rowe, I think, is back training. Did I read that? Um, it's so, funny because these games are really big for us, but for is Leno know, in goal then? For is Rams go out? I think Leno will be in goal, John. Yeah, I think when yeah. when Arteta said at Villa he was going to be out for a few weeks, well. Okay, we've missed this weekend, but I think next weekend's going to be a bit too soon. Might be the weekend after. So, um, but you know, let's face it, we've all praised Leno for last weekend. Let's just hope he doesn't do anything silly. It's quite an intimidating. I think we need to catch him quick and very early. Get about two or three in the first 25 minutes. Yeah, I mean, it's weird that Everton Everton started all right against them in the FA Cup, but it just. You know, they scored at good times, like just before half time, just and just after half time, and the game was sort of. It is, though. Everton quite poor, and Palace ripped them an absolute new arse. But like Matt said, that first 15, 20 minutes, Everton were were at it, you know, and, Mm. and Palace, I've got to say, for the first time, I think I can remember seeing them, they looked a bit. Shook up, you know, a bit. Oh yeah. shit, what's happened? And then I think it was when Townsend got took off, and he was down for quite a while, and then hobbled off. Yeah, round the pitch, it it was almost like the breather that Palace needed to restart the game. If you see what I mean, and and when they restarted, it was like, oh right, I remember what we come out here for, and then they they sort of bossed it. But that first first twenty minutes, they were, and and that. 
you know, that, that could be what we've, you know, we've got to try and do, like you said, try and try and get at them early and, and get on the front foot and put them under a bit of pressure and, and, and try and get a couple of goals early on. And then you can, you can do what you like then, can't you? As long mm. as you control the game and, and let them run around after you. Um, I mean, but yeah, they, I, they have got the FA Cup semi-final in a few weeks as well. So they're sort of at that stage of the season where that's their focus, isn't it? It's starting it to is, Matt. come it into is, focus. But what, what I've always said this, people say that and, and people go, yeah, players won't want to get injured. Players will want to get picked for that. Mm. You know, so if yeah. anything, if anything, there'll be players that come off that bench that want to play at Wembley. You know, that's that's the thing for them now. And let's face it, a lot a lot of players that are probably in West uh, West Ham, in Crystal Palace's squad, may may never play at Wembley. The chance they've got to play there now, it, they know their club are going there. They're going to want to try and take part in that. So I, I, I think, if anything... That that's helping Palace. That 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 mm. gives them a a real up, you know, because there will be someone come off that bench that will want to show Vieira that, hang on, you want me to start that game, not him, and and I think it just makes them a more angrier squad. If anything, I think I think it's going to be a real tough, really yeah, really tough it is game. Going to be tough. And again, um, I said earlier, any away game, any any win away from home in the Premier League is is. A fantastic result. So, um, let's. I'm. I'm just going to go with. Let's do what we did to Villa. Arsenal one nil. I'm going to go. Well, I was going to say two one. I'm hoping that we do come out of the traps early because these are like a, a series of FA Cup finals for us. Whereas other teams have got things to play for. This is us now, isn't it? Um, yeah. You just hope that we bring our full focus to that, um, and and use our that you know the, those extra games that we've got um, to get three points out of them. Um, well, we've so got I'm going to say two one. I tell you what's not a bad. I'm just going to bet three six five, and it's got on here popular bet. England v Ivory Coast. Match result will be England. Sterling to score first in a match, and Paul Akuku to be booked. Twenty-five to one. Who's Paul Akuku? I've no idea. But <laughs> <laughs> He's the third choice keeper. <laughs> well, I've no idea, but twenty-five to one. Wow. Yeah, but if he is the third choice keeper, that. Exactly. Shit yeah. And these are friendlies, and it's whether Sterling would even play. They've been playing kids and stuff, haven't they? Yeah. You know, they played. I think, uh, I think that, it's a chance. The Villa kiddie, and no, who, who was it? The West Ham defender, and um, but the Palace. It was the Palace, oh, was the Palace defenders. Yeah, yeah. Palace and um, Conor Gallagher played. I, yeah. I think that these are friendlies. They're they're a chance to have a look. You know, with the World Cup coming up, there's just a chance to look at others, isn't there? Chance to give someone that, take that nervousness away and give them a chance to have a game before things start to ramp up and 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 go. So yeah, he's going to shake it up again for Saka's obviously out with Corona, isn't he? Mm. I don't know whether that means he'll be out for Palace. 
I guess it depends whether, I mean, a lot of people who've been getting it have actually been ill, haven't they? Like sort of like a cold-like symptoms with this, this variant. So whether yeah. it makes you genuinely a bit, takes you off So when your... did when did the England squad all get together? Was it about a week ago, wasn't it? It would have been we... last Tuesday when, or last Tuesday. No, when did we Monday? play? When when did we play? Saturday, yeah. So Monday yeah. or Tuesday. So yeah. he had to withdraw from the squad because of COVID. So in theory, he must have tested about a week ago today, mustn't he? So yeah. we don't play till another six days' time, do we? So he should, unless he's got, you know, like side effects from it. If it's just he's tested positive, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. he should he should be okay, shouldn't he? Because that that could be a big thing. We need we need all these players, don't we? Yeah. Just looking at what we did against Palace last time, we drew. Um, we drew. Oh, Lacazette got a goal late on. I think. I think we was one nil up, and then they went two one up. And then we got back and, and nicked it 2-1. Two, sorry, nicked it 2-2 two, two, right at the end. Drew nil-nil when they came in the last season. Um, this season? Yeah, I think two, it was yeah, two-all. Yeah, two-all, two yeah. Which, as you said, was more like uh, Bamiyang scored in eight minutes. But, yeah, it was. we had a good first half and we really should have put them away. And Benteke scored... A decent goal, I think, weren't it? And then Edward scored, and then Lacazette scored. He came off the bench and scored. Crazy. Yeah. He's got a few late goals, hasn't he, Lacazette? So there you go. Um, let's hope that um, we um, cause a bit of malice at the Palace. And um, hopefully, our the only way is up. He said S Express. I know. It's, it's S Express. I'm trying to think. And it's an away trip, and it is a trip. Um, enjoy the trip. Enjoy the trip to S Express. Uh, let's get the S Express to uh, South London. To Thornton Eve and um, his S Express. Enjoying this trip. Come on, you arsehole. Up the arse. Up the arse. Countdown is progressing. Oh, no. No. Oh, no.